This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the afternoon of Wednesday, December 27th, 2023. I'm Alex Brown. The Merrillville Town Council on Tuesday officially approved a 1% food and beverage tax by a 5 to 1 vote. The council heard public testimony on the tax, with Merrillville Clerk Treasurer elect Eric January again questioning the need for the tax as he did last week during the ordinance's first reading. I think that uh, a lot of the reason that we are um, asking for this 1% tax is because we haven't necessarily been the most disciplined uh, town when it comes to. Uh, the money that we're given. The tax will now go into effect on January 1st, and the town says the revenue generated will support tourism and parks and recreation initiatives. Indianapolis-based Eli Lilly and Company announced today it has completed its $1.4 billion acquisition of Point Biopharma, a maker of radioisotopes with a factory on the northwest side of Indianapolis. The deal had been delayed for several months due to concern from some large investors. State Representative Denny Zent of Angola announced his intention to retire today following the conclusion of his current term. The Republican representing House District 51, which includes portions of LaGrange and Steuben counties, said he will complete his current term but will not seek re-election in 2024. He did not give a reason for his departure in his announcement. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio. Whether it's a new hire or a noteworthy promotion, IIB's Big Wigs and New Gigs serves as a platform to promote your team. Our revamped offering includes being featured on both the newly redesigned newsletter and at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Subscribers to the Business News subscription save $10 off every listing, plus you can save $100 by bundling your submission to IIB with the Indianapolis Business Journal or the Indiana Lawyer. More at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Developer Keystone Group has discovered fragments of human remains at the 11 Park construction site in downtown Indianapolis, on property that was mostly occupied by the city's first public cemetery in the 1800s. A spokesperson for Keystone confirmed Tuesday that the remains were found at the north end of the site. Keystone has begun early construction efforts on the proposed $1 billion development, which is expected to include a 20,000-seat Indy 11 soccer stadium, at least five 10 to 20-story apartment buildings, a hotel and office space, as well as a 4,000-seat entertainment venue. The site was most recently home to the Diamond Chain Company, which operated at the property for more than a century. Keystone Group says it identified isolated areas of interest at the site in coordination with Zionsville-based archaeology consultant Weintraut and Associates and the Indiana Department of Natural Resources Division of Historic Preservation and Archaeology. The site selection has been a source of controversy. A portion of the property served as the city's first public burial grounds starting in 1821, with that land being named Greenlawn Cemetery in 1860. Some historians have called for a full archaeological dig of the site, while parties representing both Keystone Group Development and the city's planned adjacent Henry Street Bridge project decided on a plan that includes halting construction when remains are identified rather than searching for remains first. Any remains would be examined by researchers at IUPUI. Keystone Group says it is committed to commemorating those who might still be buried at the site. This is Gary Dick for Inside Indiana Business Radio. 
Ascend Indiana says it formed partnerships with 14 colleges and universities in Indiana to connect students to career opportunities throughout the state this year. The Talent and Workforce Development Initiative of the Central Indiana Corporate Partnership said students at the schools could connect through its online job matching platform, Ascend Network. In addition to open jobs, Ascend said the platform can connect students with internships as well as increased one-on-one career guidance and job search support. You can view the list of schools that have signed collaboration agreements with Ascend at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. A new survey shows Indiana manufacturers are adjusting their future plans due to inflation and subsequent high interest rates. The 2023 Indiana Manufacturing Survey shows about a quarter of the 80 manufacturing companies based in Indiana believe their current financial performance is challenged. Mark Froelich, director of the Center for Excellence in Manufacturing at the IU Kelly School of Business, explained one of the biggest takeaways from the survey. 55% of Hoosier manufacturers think there's going to be a recession next year. And when we added that question, we didn't ask it last year and previous years, but when we added it for this year, you know, we thought it might be a toss up. And when we saw the results, we thought that made a lot of sense. Indeed, when you look at the kind of business media in general, for every article that says there will be a recession, there's another one that says it won't be. But yeah, that was a little bit of a surprise. Respondents to the survey identified persistent inflation, high interest rates, and a continued shortage of workers among the key challenges for the manufacturing industry. As a result, 33% of companies said they are planning to invest fewer dollars in new equipment and facilities. Catch up on the latest episodes of the Business and Beyond podcast with Gary Dick, presented by PNC, a weekly conversation with high-profile Hoosiers in business, sports and entertainment, and beyond. Available now from your favorite podcast provider. I'm Alex Brown for Inside Indiana Business Radio On Demand.